Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubbies podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and normally how I do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry, but today I am not going to do that. Um, I wanted to talk about May I Have Your Order, Please. So there was a book that I wrote, I mean, sorry, I said that wrong, that I read (laughs) a few years back entitled, May I Have Your Order, Please? And it talked about how when it comes to our praying to God, how there are certain orders that we put in or prayers that we put in um, that are similar to whenever you're placing an order. And sometimes you have a prayer that is considered a special order. Um, And so what I mean by that is that it's more detailed. Um, It takes a little bit more time to come into fruition, a little bit more time to manifest because it's a special order. There are a lot of us right now that have special orders that we have placed before God. And it may be the type of caliber of person that you're wanting to unite with, be with, connect to. It may be the type of career that you're looking for that aligns with your goals and your aspirations. It may be having a child. Um, If you have been barren for a while, you may have been placing a special order um, for your womb to open up so that you can conceive a child or children, depending on what your vision is for your family and for your future. However, For a lot of people, that may be considered a special order. It may be getting a house. Some of you may have been in duplexes or apartments or townhomes for X amount of years, and as life transitions, you're starting to realize that you want to own your own, including a home. Um, It could be relocating. You might want to get out of the certain state that you're in and you're looking at various states and what it what they look like in terms of crime and in terms of their location, in terms of building a career there and having a family there, or maybe you're just solo and you just want to make sure that if you do move from one state to the next because your support system may change depending on the atmosphere that you're going to be in, you may have decided all I want to do is make sure that wherever I go to next that it's a safe place. Whatever that looks like when it comes to your special order, a lot of us have placed special orders. A lot of us have prayed about things that they haven't necessarily manifested yet, and we're just like, why is it taking so long for something that seems so simple to take place in my life? I have a friend that she's knocking on 50's door, and there are moments that she is just like, okay, I see everyone being in love around me. I see everyone getting into relationships around me, and I'm trying to figure out why hasn't it happened to me yet. I truly believe it's because she has placed a special order. And so I've been in that situation. I've been in the situation where everyone around me was getting married. I've been in the situation where everyone around me was having children. Now, mind you, when they were having children, it's not like I wanted to have children. I've even been in the situation where everyone around me lost their virginity and I was the only person that was still a virgin. So 
I knew just based off of their testimonies that I didn't want to be intimate with just any old person. Um, but at the same time, I had a special order back then. I even have a special order right now. When I am praying and seeking God's face in terms of how to be the best wife that I can be whenever he says yes to sending my future hubby my way or letting me know who my future hubby is, I've asked him to show me how to be a good wife, how to be a great wife, a wonderful wife. Um, and that's a special order. So there's times that I'm forced to look within. There's times that I'm forced to evaluate my choices, that I'm forced to look at how I handle certain situations. Um, and even when I'm evaluating other relationships, how they handle certain situations. Uh, how I would do things differently. A lot of times I test my own self. A lot of times I ask myself questions like, okay, hypothetically speaking, if you were in this particular situation, how would you handle that? And I do that not because I feel like I have all the answers, but I do that because eventually I may be forced, not forced, that just sounds so pressing, I may be placed in a similar situation, and I want to kind of make sure that I have the tools to equip me for a successful outcome. Now, it's not always guaranteed that it's going to be a successful outcome, but I know that that's one of my desires is that any time that I am going through something with my purpose partner, that the outcome is going to be a successful one. And so I am trying to equip myself to, with those tools in advance. So that way I'll know how to have a disagreement. I'll know how to agree to disagree. I'll know how to support. I'll know what that looks like. I'll know how to minister love. Um, even when there are seasons that he may not be lovable, um, I want to know what it looks like to be able to hold my tongue sometimes and just pray about a certain situation. I also want to know how to speak the truth in love so that I don't hurt him while trying to help him heal. Um, and I want to be able to know when to hold him and know when to fold him and know when to walk away. Some of y'all will catch that later. And not necessarily away from a marriage because the Lord say the same and I pray that he does. The next time that I do get married, I am going to be so intentional in my endeavors that it won't hopefully be something that leads to divorce because the next time I say I do, it's going to be unto death, okay? And so, um, yeah, and of course I know you die to self anytime that you say I do. So that's something that I also have made sure that I've been mindful of is that you die to self. So I was watching something the other day and um the couple actually talked about that. He was like, whenever you are getting married, you are going to the altar. And he said, that's like a sacrifice. There mean, that means that you're dying to self. You're dying to what it looked like being single. You're dying to your perception of what marriage looks like. Um, the two people are working on becoming one. And so whatever notion that you had um, and that you brought to that marriage, all of that changes because you begin to see a reflection of yourself in that person. They show you you. And so even in my prepping to be a wife someday, I understand that I'm not going to have all the answers. I understand that I'm literally going to be enrolling into a university of learning this man 
in every facet of the word and that his personality may change like the seasons and that I have to be willing to adjust to those changes. And I know that that is not something that is necessarily, it's something that requires you to be selfless and not selfish. And so in the course of me praying and asking God to reveal to me how to be a good wife, how to be a a loving wife, how to be a supportive wife, there are examples that are always going to be ever placed before me in order for me to see if that is something that I want to put in my toolbox or if that's something that I want to toss away because it may not help my situation or it may worsen the situation. And so I know I have a special order. Do you have a special order? Is there something that you are seeking? Is there a truth that you're seeking? Is there a journey that you're on where you're looking for someone or something specifically and it requires special instructions, it requires um, a special anointing, it requires God's special touch, something that you can't necessarily do on your own nor do you want to do it on your own because you want it to be such an outcome that God truly gets the glory. Do you have a special order? So as I look upon my life and I think about a lot of the things that I have accomplished and a lot of the things that I aspire to accomplish, marriage being one of them, um, I'm understanding that I do have a special order. I'm understanding that the, the, the way that I'm made up it's going to require a special type of guy to be able to cover me um, during my journey because the journey doesn't end because you meet your purpose partner. In a lot of ways, the journey begins. So to be mindful of that, to be mindful that your journey may not fully even begin until after you have met your purpose partner. And what does that look like for you? We get these visions in part. We don't get the whole vision. So I may have already met, know, am getting to know my future hubby, but that's just in part. So there's going to be realms of an individual or this individual that I am not going to know until a certain situation transpires. It's good to have the tools now so that way when that certain situation does transpire, I can pull the tool out of my toolbox and be like, okay, I think I'm ready for this. This is what I've learned. This is what I believe that I am capable of getting through with you. Um, and if I'm not, I know how to pray. I know who to confide in, hopefully, you know, hopefully. Let it be whoever it is that you trust with your relationships, let them be trustworthy. Like, let them have a, a history of <laughs> not betrayal, but, you know, where they're solid. Because there's a lot of times that we trust people that, they don't mean you any any kind of earthly good at all. And then you look back and you're just like, why did I share this with you? You can't handle my truth. Just be mindful. Like whoever it is that you trust with sharing the nuances of your relationship with, let it be someone that you don't have to worry about is going to hold it against you later. Because a lot of times what I've also noticed is that whenever you're going through your ups and your downs in your relationships, and let's just say you made a decision that you're going to press forward and you're going to continue in that relationship. Well, whoever you've confided in, if they're not mature enough to handle your truth, 
when you change your mind about the dynamic of your relationship, they're still going to be looking at the old news that you gave them while you're on a whole new chapter. Keep that in mind. Can these people handle your truth? Um, and that goes for your pastors, too. A lot of times y'all are quick to be like, I'm going to tell pastor about such and such and such, and then you tell pastor, and then he's looking at your spouse sideways when y'all decide to reconcile because he couldn't handle your truth. Um, and it's just like being a parent. You know how parents, whoever they date or whoever they get to know, it's just like you'll never be good enough for my child. Well, it's kind of that's why your child don't really tell you much about that person is because they know that you can't handle their truth. They might have fallen in love. They can't feed their lives past that individual. But because if they've taken the time to share all the good, bad, ugly, and indifferent moments, you're going to be holding on to the ugly and the indifferent, not allowing that person to grow like your child is allowing that person to grow and make those mistakes. That's just my honest opinion. Um, so be mindful. Whenever you're sharing your truth with certain people, can they handle it? Pray about that. Get confirmation first that, you know, that they're trustworthy with your information, that they're not going to hold it against you. Um, I have some friendships that I've had for 30-plus years, and what I have recognized in those friendships is that it doesn't matter what we've been through, and this goes on both sides. It doesn't matter what we've been through. Whatever we've been through, we haven't held the, our growth against each other. That's the best way for me to put it. We haven't held our growth against one another. So I've been able to grow and expand in the way I think and the way I operate, and I've made some mistakes along the way, and I've gotten it right sometimes too. But nevertheless, my friendships have sustained my growth. My friendships have sustained the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. We've been able to laugh through some things. We've been able to cry through some things. We've been able to scream through some things and joke through some things, but we are still friends to this day. So if I were to enter into a covenant relationship with my future hubby, there's certain people that I would share my nuances of the relationship with because I would trust their judgment. I would trust their godly counsel. I would trust them um, and their perspective because they've seen me grow and they're not trying to stifle my growth. Those are the people or people such as that that you want to be able to um, share your truth with. Everybody is not privy to all that you go through in your relationships. They're just not. Um, it's really none of their business. But you may have one or two or maybe even three people that you opt to share your truth with, and that's okay. As long as you have someone holding you accountable and vice versa, let it be a two-way street and not a one-way street. That was just, you know, a little insight on that. But, yeah, do you have a special order? So that is what I'm wanting to leave with you on today. If you have a special order, don't become impatient because your order is just that, it's special. And any time that you're dealing with something that's special, you don't want to rush it. You do not want to rush it. You want to take your time. You want to allow things to evolve organically and naturally so that way you are not tainting something special. I hope this helps someone. And today's date is December the 5th of 2021. So here is my letter to my future hubby. Dear future hubby, I pray that I am on your list of special orders because I know that you are definitely on my list 
of a special order. I hope that you are doing the work. I hope that you're working on your inner self. I hope that you're healing in areas that you probably didn't even know you need healing. I know that's what's happening for me right now. And I really, truly hope that when our paths cross and when you know that you know that you know that I am your purpose partner, that you can look to the hills from which cometh your help, because I'm praying that your help is coming from God, and you can tell him, thank you more than 10,000 times, because you found your good thing. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.